Welcome! Reporting live from Zoom, you are listening to Chais and Chisme, a podcast brought to you by the world of Feriella. I'm Jennifer, aka Fed, reporting live from the Pink Palace. And I'm Daniela, aka Ella, reporting to you live from the Holiday Oasis. Normally it's the Sirena Oasis, but we are in a holly jolly mood. Um, and today we are doing a part two. So if you watched our podcast video that came out just two days ago on Thursday, mm-hmm. you'll have seen that we posted the first part of our years in review, years in review, year in review. Um, <laughs> and Thursday's episode was Fed's episode. And today is my episode. We had, we split this up into two parts because we just had a lot of fun going in to our year and really reflecting and neither one of us wanted to take away from those reflections. It, um, mm-hmm. it was a very, very, very meaningful conversation um, and also a very long conversation. So this week you get a two <laughs> whammy. We're here on a Saturday. Um, this is, yeah, it's so great. This is also the last podcast of the year, guys. We're taking a break for the holidays to spend some time with our family. So next time, that UCS will be in the future in 2021. Yes. Will it even happen? Will midnight will strike? <laughs> will midnight strike? And instead of going to 1121, will it be 13120? <laughs> I know. Will we go like 10,000 years into the future? Not 10,000, but you know what I mean. Uh, like, will we go fast forward? Are we going to just reset? What if, like, we, like, if you have been saying that in memes, like, what if we uh, hit, well, you know, midnight on uh, December 31st and then it just resets? what if this was a dream what if we wake up and 2020 no, never started no no, no 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 i don't want it to be a dream i've, I've oh. there are there are some things that happened this year that oh my god you're gonna make me cry <laughs> there, there are just some <laughs> we're leaving that in we we're are. leaving that in i want <laughs> let me write this down real quick Hey. <laughs> a little behind the scenes guys this is what yeah. happens when <laughs> we the house if that isn't an omen if the that roof, is not the roof the roof was on that is an omen we were talking about 2020 and everything and the house <laughs> fell down <laughs> i don't oh want look okay. at santa <laughs> you don't even need to write that time down he I'm almost to fell to his bed this is staying, <laughs> this is staying. i have to like maneuver to grab the tree um, for those of you watching, my setup just fell. Um, so let me. Scoop. And she meant for those of you listening. Um, did yes. I say? Oh, you said sorry. watching. <laughs> it's okay. It happens. It's kind of like, guys, did you guys pick up at all how, like, the first three episodes, my brain could not say <clears throat> Zoom? And I kept saying Zoom. And I was like, what is wrong with you? It's Zoom. But my brain would just go, Zoom. <laughs> all right. So we like got that. the setup. Now I got to scoot this way. Uh, I'm afraid. <laughs> Yeah. But Last that podcast of the year, and y'all are getting a behind the scenes look of what happens when we cut because I ain't cutting this. This was that was hilarious. Yeah. Also, now y'all know what's behind what's behind the house. <laughs> did the curtain open? You're at an it angle for me, so I couldn't fully see. Oh. No, 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 I did not. Oh, open just like I, the wall. Yeah. It, no, it's just it's like the, I have boxes. I have boxes that holding up the the tree, and like now y'all saw that it's just a, it's a box holding up the, the tree. <laughs> sorry, the house. Um, and so now y'all saw that, and you saw Santa almost fall to his death. Um, the tree, that was an omen. I'm nervous, but it's okay. We <laughs> we got through it. So that's it. a metaphor. Exactly. It's a metaphor now. <laughs> exactly. We got through it. We got through it this year. I honestly wouldn't take this year back. I will say that much. I would mm-hmm. not take this year back. I don't want to wake up and it was a dream. 
Um, there are, there are some people that I met that I would be absolutely heartbroken if I had not met them. Oh, same. same. Yeah. Same. So You're I, right. and there are some relationships that have been made and fortified that I would just be, they have, they have become some of the most important relationships in my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, some relationships have been rekindled. Others have died, but for the best, for the best. Um, and I would be absolutely just distraught if I didn't have that. And so, although there's been a lot of hard things in this year, I think that, that, that it's, it's not worth losing this. Those people make this year not worth losing. I wouldn't take it back. Really would not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a sentimental gal. Um, I'm a sentimental gal. As you saw in the last part, I had a cry counter going on. We will continue with that cry counter. I got it. I got it. I, well, I didn't cry. I almost cried, but I did almost cried. All right. And I wonder if there should be a counter now, if uh, my things of my background uh, messing up, because I feel like this isn't the first time, but I can't remember. Um, But (laughs) it is not, but it was during a cut. So they never saw it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, her background it, yeah. has definitely fallen apart before. Yeah. Um, like my life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> mood. Sorry, guys. I, make jokes, mood. I make jokes out of <laughs> inappropriate things. Um, but anywho, before we jump into showing you guys, before we change mm-hmm. outfits and go back to the past, back um, in time. I want to know, know since, we, since we filmed the last one, how are, how are you doing? How was your weekend? Because we're filming this just a few days after. It was good, actually. Um, so, like, I always, I'm, again, notorious for being happy about the weekend. Um, I'm always so relaxed and back to normal on Mondays. Uh, I didn't do anything, really. I really didn't do much. Um, but it was nice and relaxing, and it was kind of like a mental getaway, which is what I always like about weekends. Oh, yes. And now it's Monday. Uh, Mondays tend to be, at least I've talked about it before on, on our WAF page, is that um, Mondays for me work better when I can ease into them and not jump straight into like a thousand things to do. It doesn't work for me. Um, but so yeah, this Monday is going pretty easy already. Um, here is a confession, guys. I haven't had breakfast yet, so I am very hungry. Um, but like I said, we're easy into this Monday, getting a late start already. <laughs> I shook my head as if I don't send you a message at 2, 3 p.m. saying, I'm eating for the first time. Like, <laughs> who the fuck am I to judge? Yeah, y'all. I, um, I'm working on it. I'm working on my eating schedule. I don't have the best. Um, I love food, but I don't have like the best schedule with anything, which mm-hmm. speaking of is a great segue for my weekend. I went to Barnes & Noble with my mom because I bought a planner. Yay! I got a planner because I love planners, guys. I I am, um, in case you couldn't tell, just a little bit of a control freak. Um, <laughs> um, Emphasis I, on a little. <laughs> I um, well, no, I I need structure in my life. I'm the type of person that I I really really need structure in my life. One, um, it is a thing with my ADHD. I just forget. I forget everything. So if you've ever been like, dude, Daniela forgot, like. I swear it's not on purpose. Not that people forget on purpose, but I forget very often a lot of things. If I don't write it, I used to always tell my dancers, they would tell me things in person and I'd be like, send it to me in a message. I'm going to forget. I am going, like, I would just own up to it. Like, and it wasn't so much that like, I don't care to remember. It's just that like, 
I don't, <laughs> don't rely on my memory to remember. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you what I'm going to remember or not. So I got a planner and Yay. actually in regards to the meal plan, I, the reason I really like this planner specifically and picked this one because they have to be a certain way is each day is sectioned off on its own. There's like a whole to-do list, which is great. Cause I need that. There's today's mm-hmm. priorities. There's meals, which I need to do. Not wow. like, not because like, I'm like trying to get on like meal plans or anything like that. I do meal prep, but it's because I don't have a lot of time during the week and I like to eat home cooking. I like to mm-hmm. eat well. Um, I'm pre-diabetic, so um, I have to be I have to be more food conscious. And during this co- uh, pandemic, I have not been. And so it makes me a little worried about my health. So I need to jump back on that. It also has hydration and wellness and notes and like a quote of every day. I really, really hydration. like- Hydration. I need yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I don't um, drink water. I, uh, you should, I, I, I noticed that I was, my body would feel better. My skin, my hair, all of that was much better when I'd stay hydrated. And also like you are what you eat. I do love, not to say don't binge. I'm sorry. Maybe we shouldn't binge. I binge. (laughs) (laughs) Indulge. I, I, no, I binge. (laughs) Let's, let's, let's call, let's call, let's call it what it is. I do binge. I do binge. Um, I know that's not good for me. I'm working on it, but, um, having a planner like this is going to help me stay on track, stay focused. Um, and I'm really, really looking forward to the new year and I'm looking forward to talking to you guys about my new year. So I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoyed Thursday's episode. Watch it whenever you like. Um, and we will see you guys in the new year. Yes, we will see you guys in the new year. Don't miss us too much. And then definitely, uh, Sorry, train of thought left my left my brain. <laughs> but what I was saying is definitely um, it's gonna be an, it's enjoyable to listen to Daniela talk about her new year. Um, this is actually my favorite part. As funny I know, that's as interesting as it is, my favorite part of the podcast was actually listening to Daniela's reflection because she really went in every little detail and it made me remember a lot of things uh, in that year. So I hope you guys do enjoy that second part. And like you know, Daniela said, y'all will see us in 2021 if the clock doesn't reset. <laughs> If the clock does, yeah, if the clock doesn't reset. And transition. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let's talk about your year. How has also, guys, you guys going to see a little, you're going to see me snack. Um, Because I have been eyeing this this entire time. Uh, this during this whole time I was talking, I was like, kind of want some candy. So because now I'm giving the floor over to you, I'm so our viewers and our listeners. I'm gonna try to snack off over here, but I'm snacking on one of the candy canes. Um, yes. So if you hear some random like abrupt crunches, it's her. Yes. <laughs> and the candy it's more, cane. <laughs> it's more for me trying to unwrap this. So you guys can hear some crinkling. I'm trying to do it away from the mic. So, uh, yeah, that's what I am. I'm just snacking. I'm a notorious person for sweets. I just can't help myself. I really want to eat it. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. All right. I'm going to get into my year. Yes. This, okay. First off, hot take. This is yes. a hot take. Everyone hates 2020. Okay. Why? 2020 has been my favorite year. 2020 has been my favorite year. That's, it's a hot take. And I'm going to explain why. Okay. Um, so let's talk pre-pandy. <laughs> pre-pandy. I have, I have like my list here of things that I want to make sure I don't forget to talk about. So if I'm looking off to the side, um, mm-hmm. it's because, um, again, ADHD a year ago, actually, exactly a year ago. Um, it was around this time, actually, right this week, I think. I found out that I had ADHD. I finally got diagnosed. Um, and it was the most liberating thing ever because um, – 
it's it's played a big role in my life always, but I always just thought that there was something wrong with me. So, uh-huh. so with that, I have, I'm going to talk more about that later, but I have a list of things so that I don't forget it's all organized. Um, so 2020 turns the corner. What is happening in Daniela's life? Well, Daniela is a professional dancer, professional bachata dancer. This year did not turn out the way I wanted it to. I jumped in and I was pretty depressed, to be honest. Seasonal Mm -hmm. depression, that's like a thing for me on top of my regular depression. So they're just having a party (laughs) in my brain. It's it's real fun. Um, But yeah, no, I remember feeling all of this pressure to have all of these goals because in 2019, I had a really good year too. It was the year I turned 25. It was the year that I, I, I put myself first. That was mm-hmm. what 2019 was. Um, I'll link that video below because I have that one and that one was really fun to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the year in review I did for 2019. Um, and so I was like, I got to keep that momentum. I put a lot of pressure on myself in the beginning of the year to keep my momentum up. And it made me very mm-hmm. depressed because I wasn't sure where I was going, what I was doing. I was in a difficult place financially. Um, I felt like I needed to meet all of these expectations. And Mm -hmm. the first thing that hits is uh, the Reno Latin Dance Festival. I love to go to festivals. Reno Latin Dance Festival is my fucking favorite festival. It is the best. Mm -hmm. It is the best. And I'm not just saying that because it's the first festival to, they were the first festival to give me a shot. Wow. Yeah. The first one that I got to perform in um, as Supernova with my previous dance partner, Adriana. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with the short bitches, Adriana, <laughs> a friend that I talked about, I think in another podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I got to, this was the first year that I was going to the Reno Latin Dance Festival as the sole owner of La Tormenta. And I was so nervous. So, 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 so nervous. But at this point I had team captains, so mm-hmm. I had a lot of help. I was taking two of my teams and it was so much fun. It was so much fun. I spent such a great time with my team. Mm-hmm. We got out there, we performed, we did our thing on our at the stage. We like when I tell you what these festivals are like, this is what I miss a lot. This is this is something that I know that because I always talk about how my life is gonna be different after this this pandy. Um, mm-hmm. but um, but this is something that I do definitely want to still keep doing. Um is, is festivals. I love festivals. They're such a great, not just like experience for learning. Mm-hmm. learning, performing on a big stage with lights, the adrenaline rush that I get, I feel so alive. I am, I am my happiest when I'm on stage. Like I can't think. It shows. I, I yeah, I can't think it of shows. another moment where I'm, where I'm happier. I, I know that the next time I get to perform on a stage, as soon as I get off stage, I'm going to fucking cry because uh, <laughs> it's very on brand for me, apparently. <laughs> cry counter. Bad bitch, cry baby. <laughs> That's how I'm baby. I'm a cry baby. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, read a lot. Yeah, Reno Latin Dance Festival was the first festival of the year. It was also like the last festival. Mm-hmm. that I went to, but it was such a great one. I remember they had this 90s night. Mm-hmm. Um, and was it was it specifically 90s? It was like 90s, I feel like it was like 90s hip hop or something. Point is, I put on these really dope, big cargo, like their wide leg cargo camo pants with this. I was going for like a Chola Spice Girl kind of vibe and I had uh-huh. this 
black tank crop and I had my hair with these like buns at the top and I had like my chola makeup and like mm-hmm. I had my Tim's on I was looking fly yo I remember I went down and I I'm always the kind of person as much as I'm a professional dancer I'm always afraid to get in the middle I'm always afraid mm-hmm. to like when they make the circles right and people go in the middle and dance I get really nervous <sighs> And I normally, I'll do it with like a few drinks in me. Uh, spoiler, I am not a straight edge. Um, I, <laughs> I'll do it like a few drinks in me. But this time, I didn't give a fuck. And, and I, I, I just remembered it. I remember I went down and I mm-hmm. see my other best friend, Sierra. Shout out, Sierra. Love you. Um, and I see her down there and we're like, bitch, bitch. And we like walk up and like there's this like somebody's doing a follow the lead and we're all just dancing and getting our shit. And I remember being like, I'm so happy to be alive. I'm so happy to be here. And then all of a sudden, it turns into, when I tell you this shit was like in the movies, it turns into this face-off. So it's like me, Sierra, and this one chick, I think her name, oh God, who is it? I think it was Angie. And these three other girls from, in essence, because in essence from San Francisco, they were the ones hosting this night. I used Mm -hmm. to dance for in essence. I love in essence. They're great. They're great. They're great. They're great. Everything they stand for is fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I love them. Anywho. And it's these three girls and we're like battling. We're like doing our own thing. We're like mocking our own moves and then they'll do. And then like the festival camerographers, whatever they're called, videographers Mm -hmm. were taking videos of us back and forth. And so we're like doing our thing. They're doing, it was very face off out of nowhere. I never thought this was always something that I dreamed would happen in like Daniela's La La Land mm-hmm. uh, and I actually I remember in the moment I was like is this real is this happening oh my god <laughs> like for real and then I um and then it turned into this like soul train and we're going under and I'm like getting it I'm twerking and all this shit and I'm doing my <laughs> I really love to like and whacking and all of that stuff and mm-hmm. um it was really fun it was a lot of fun and there was a lot of dancing. I danced, I danced my little fucking heart out and it was a great time. I, uh, on the way back, unfortunately, Sierra's car broke down. So we had an av- adventure coming back. We got towed and we were just like, you know what? This is life. We're just like, whatever. Um, this, this just shit happens. Life happens. And we were all very accepting. Um, mm-hmm. It was like Oliver and Juan in the car with us. And we were just like, I couldn't have been stuck in that situation with better people. We were all like, cause me and me and my girl can be a little bit anxious, but like, they were just so chill, calm. We were all just like, you know what it is, what it is. Let's figure it out. Let's do this. Aww. Like it was the, it was, it was one of the weirdest, oddest, best experiences. Anywho, that's the beginning of my year. The following week continues to be stressful because as she mentioned, I had my three-year anniversary, which my mm-hmm. four-year anniversary of my company is coming up. No, I'm not going to do a Zoom party. I just, I can't, I, it's just not for me. It's not something mm-hmm. that I'm interested in doing. Um, I don't know how I'm going to celebrate, but I am going to celebrate probably with the team some way. virtually. Yeah. Yes, with the team virtually in some way. Um, but Sorry, it's blanket time. It's me. I'm turning into Linus right now. I'm sniffling because I'm so <laughs> it's okay. cold. I've been cold this time too. Um, I have a Go blanket. ahead. I already have a blanket on. But point is, I had the three-year anniversary and I was super stressed because this was the year, again, talking about this is the first year that I'm doing La Tormenta by myself, right? And so uh-huh. I'm celebrating that. And I was really nervous. And I ended up um, doing the event with another event coordinator because the Barry got to a place where there was multiple events happening in a night. There was just uh-huh. a lot of people. Um, but if I'm being honest, there's a lot of promoters, but 
not enough community to make the, all of those events go well just yet. Uh-huh. Just yet. The community is growing, but the, I think the amount of events was growing a little bit faster than the community was. Um, mm-hmm. Anywho, we ended up joining our event and it was really great. Um, shout out to Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. 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 <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> a promoter for Olympus. I can't wait till uh-huh. your events are back up and going at Allegro Ballroom. Um, shout out to DJ Relio. Um, shout out to DJ Hawar. Um, shout out, shout out to everyone who's been a part of my journey as far as like the dance stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I, it was really great. I cried. I have this beautiful picture that I posted the week that we did the talking about my dance company. Because, yes. Um, it's a picture where my team surprised me with flowers. I, I, I've never really been surprised with flowers except for one way spitefully, which I'm not mm-hmm. going to get into, but mm-hmm. I've never really been surprised with flowers um, at one of my dance performances or anything. And I remember in the back of my mind, I always was like, that would be nice. Not that I necessarily need it, but I was aware that a lot of people had that. And I just would think that would be well, nice. Yeah, oh yeah, we want nice things to happen to us. Yeah, like, yeah. like you want to yeah. feel loved. And a lot of the times I, I feel like I'm not good enough to be loved. A lot mm-hmm. of the times by my friends, significant others, by my family. I have this really awful thought process that I'm working through. Anywho. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you got me flowers too, right? You I got did. me flowers <laughs> and the team got me flowers. So I have these bouquets, beautiful bouquets of flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, Bao, one of my team captains came forward and gave them and like did this like, thank you. And I cried Aww. and they hugged me <laughs> and it was a beautiful picture. And, and I was just so grateful. It was, it was a beautiful night. I was so happy. Everyone who needed to be there was there. Mm-hmm. And um, I loved the showcase and all the people that I brought in. I had a spoken word uh poetry person sorry mm-hmm. I don't I'm not giving that term correctly but she was amazing mm-hmm. she was amazing um I think her name is too joke too deep um mm-hmm. from Oakland check her out she's amazing next thing that goes in is like I was talking about how like I was getting stressed about not having like a list of goals right mm-hmm. and then I remembered oh that's right because your birthday is always so close after I always make the list around my birthday mm-hmm. um so I turned 26 I'm turning 27 soon guys this we've reached the part of the year where I no longer say that I'm 26 uh if you ask me mm-hmm. how old I am I'm tell I'm gonna tell you oh I'll be 27 in February <laughs> because I I love my birthday it's the one day of the year that I am extremely selfish and then that Mm -hmm. month I am I'm I love to celebrate because I've had a lot of really hard times in my life and I just want to be happy right Mm -hmm. so February came around um oh February came around but by this point I was already dating (laughs) so so 2020 was also Daniela started dating I've never Mm -hmm. been the type of person to date And so I was really fucking nervous. And not only was I just like dating, but I was also dating women as well. So I was dating men. I was dating guys. I was dating everyone in between. Mm -hmm. I was dating, I was having a great time. And I was also really nervous. Shout out to all the girls that gave me advice on how to date women. I was so nervous. When I I talk to guys, it's easy. But when I talk to girls, I just get all like, you're a queen. How do I, how do I speak to a queen? Um, but I started dating and I was going on a lot of dates and I was doing it for fun. It wasn't anything super serious. Um, yeah, I was just going on a lot of dates, meeting people, getting some experience, kind of also realizing that I function very different to the dating scene. And, mm-hmm. and I don't think that it's for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun, but I, the way that I am in relationships and the way that I approach meeting people mm-hmm. does not fit within the norm of what people 
the standards that people have set, which to me seem very freaking ridiculous. I'm like, I just want to be myself. I just want to be myself. If I want to text you back, I'm going to freaking text you back. If I want to be excited about getting to know you, I want to be excited about getting to know you. And it's like Mm. the fact that it's so frowned upon for people to be excited about you, like me being excited about you turns you off is like, I just, I'm just like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with society? I don't know. Get some help. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Anywho, but yeah, no, then we get to February, right? And I'm doing this dating thing and um, it's my birth month. I changed my hair to red because I always change my hair around my birthday. Wait till Mm -hmm. you guys see what I have coming up. I can't wait to cut it too. I need to cut it. It's so long. Anywho, I changed my hair to red, which I loved. I felt like Latina Ariel and Mm -hmm. I was celebrating all month. Unfortunately, I lost my phone at the very, very beginning of the month. Um, It was the first thing that happened January 31st into February 1st. I lost my phone, but it's okay. I got, I got this girl, um, which I needed a new phone anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. My, let's see, just happened before my birthday or after my birthday. My birthday comes along and the day of my birthday, I always like, I usually take the day off. I took the day off for the most part. I did teach class because I wanted to be with my team, but Mm -hmm. um, Bay and my brother and I went on a birthday hike. So we Mm -hmm. went, um, to Berkeley um, and we went on a hike at Tilden and it was so much fun and it was beautiful. Then we went to go get breakfast and then Bay decided it was time to have family therapy time. <laughs> and, and we talked me and my brother talked about things that we'd never talked about before. And I never, ever forget about that conversation because it was so, we cried or well, I cried. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was a really great day. I, I, then I also, I got dressed up and I went to my other best friend's house, Adriana. She made a cake for me, got me balloons. Mm-hmm. Her mother sang me happy birthday. I, I went to dinner with my mom. We went to, mm-hmm. um, this restaurant here in Pinole called Mi Familia. That was really nice. And then I went to go teach class and I decided that day to wear this really pretty, um, Mexican shirt, you know, those off the shoulder mm-hmm. with the ruffles and it's black with red, yellow and orange flowers, um, with these jeans and my, my, um, one of my favorite boot heels. Um, and my team took me out for drinks afterwards. And, and just so you guys know, I also was starting to lose my voice on my birthday. I was like, no, why am I getting sick? I can't be sick on my birthday, but I was starting to lose my voice. So I had a scarf on all day. And so I got a hot toddy um, and we all sat down at this cute little bar around the corner from the beat, the studio I teach at, mm-hmm. and um, which actually I'm going to link their fundraiser link below because um, they could use our help right now during this pandemic to stay mm-hmm. afloat. Let's help small businesses. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of, a lot of fun. And then we, you know, bef- I'm, I'm planning a huge birthday party this year because I had had such a monumental year of uh-huh. 25. And on my way to my birthday, we have this near death scene looking like situation that happened. I'm like, I'm going to run out of insurance. I'm turning 26. I need to go to the Uh dentist. And so you see what had happened was Daniela went to the dentist, got a deep cleaning done. And then that night as I'm switching up my gauze, I wouldn't stop believing. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. I remember thinking, there's something in the back of my teeth, which like, you know, if you've eaten meat or something, oh God. I've trigger warning. Tr- trigger trigger warning. warning for everybody that that's, uh, does not like to talk about procedures or any kind of blood um, fear, uh, blood phobia. I don't know what that's, uh, the actual term for that is. Trigger warning. I know where the story is going. I'm going to keep it really brief. I'm going to yes. keep it really brief. But point is, I think there's something in my teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to pick at it and um, I, it's a blood clot essentially. Uh-huh. 
And then after that, uh, this was like at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. I had to cancel class because I was about to leave to go teach class mm-hmm. um, because I couldn't stop bleeding. Oh, no, I didn't cancel class. Nope, you went. I went. That's right. <laughs> I went, but I stuck gauze in my teeth, mm-hmm. right? I taught. I didn't speak very much. I get home. This is at 7 p.m. Yes, I teach class at 8.30. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had practice afterwards too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't get home until 10.30. I'm still bleeding. In between class, I had to go and switch my gauze out. I'm still bleeding. And when I tell you I'm bleeding, I, it was very consistent flow of the same amount of blood. I bled all through the night. I slept max 20 minutes. I, I don't know if you ever get to the, I also couldn't eat because I was afraid to get something in it. This is happening all while the dental office is closed. But mm. thankfully, because my insurance was running out and my teeth were, were, were pretty fucked apparently, um, I had an appointment the next day. Yeah, so I had an appointment the next day. And so I was like, all right, we'll just make it through the night. But I couldn't sleep and I was really hungry. And I started crying at one point because I kept having, I couldn't even lay down. That's the thing. God. <laughs> because I just like, I kept bleeding through the night. And I, I remember at one point I cried and I was like, I just want to sleep and I'm so hungry and I couldn't. And, and I'm a complainer. I'm an avid complainer. I, mm-hmm. I don't like discomfort. Um, I don't, but here's my thing. I complain to release the emotion and then I'm fine. <laughs> That's what I do. That's how I process like things. I like sit and I complain about what's bothering me and then I'm fine. You know, that's just how I work. So if you don't like, yeah, yeah, exactly. If you don't like complaining, fuck out or you can understand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anywho, um, point is, I was like, maybe you're just being a little bitch. (laughs) Like maybe you're just complaining too much. Like maybe, maybe it's not that bad. But like when I tell you I was running out of gauze, I had to like wake up my mom and be like, I don't have any more gauze. Like I'm still bleeding a lot. Like I woke up in a puddle of blood. This is a nightmare. Yeah, dude, I actually woke up in a puddle of blood at one point. And so, and I cried. That's when I cried because I had to wash the blood off my face in my hair. Like it was bad. I go to the dentist the next day and um, I get there and I'm like, yeah, I haven't stopped because I had called them in the morning. And then I was Mm -hmm. like, I left a voicemail. I haven't stopped bleeding. And they open up and they're like, oh my God. Like, and I was like, as soon as they reacted, I was like, okay, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> that would have made me so scared. I'm like, oh my God. They <laughs> essentially canceled what they were supposed to be doing. And they were like, we need to get this in control. You're not allowed to leave until you stop bleeding. So I was there for a while. They had you to like, bled out then. Yeah. Oh my um, God. I, they had to like, um, I don't know what the hell they did, but they numbed me up and they tried to fix the problem. And they were like, don't eat for this long. And I had to just sit there and chill until I stopped bleeding. They, they wanted to make sure there was like a half hour of me not bleeding because I had been consistently bleeding. When I tell you I hadn't stopped, I had not stopped bleeding. And these clots kept coming out. Sorry, I know that's super graphic guys, but yeah, it was, it was a shit show. I was fine after that. I had another so deep horrifying. I hate to laugh, so but it's so horrifying. scary. It was, but now when I think about it, I'm like, this is such a great story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had there was actually someone that I was dating at the time who had gone, who was also going in for cleanings around the same time. And um, I like told them they're like, that's crazy. And then the following week, the same thing happened to them. And they were like, dude, I woke up in a puddle of blood. I was like, isn't it awful? And now I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, 
uh, so it was it was really funny it was a fun little bonding experience with that person for a sec um but yeah so that happened in my birth month and i was just like what is life what the hell um i was like this isn't supposed to happen this is my month um i was trying really hard to be happy in, in february i was pretty sad i've been pretty depressed all year to be honest which is frustrating mm -hmm. But I was pretty depressed, but I was like, no, I'm not allowed to be depressed in February, but I couldn't help it. I was, I was pretty sad. I was bottling it up to an unhealthy amount, but I had the best fucking birthday party ever. You see, I threw a single ladies party because I was like, I'm going to celebrate not only my 26th birthday, but my divorce, because the way that like divorce works is you take the gift. It's sick in California. If you're not disputing um, children, or any like mm -hmm. property, it's six months and one day is what it should be, as long as all paperwork mm -hmm. is in on time and all that stuff. And so I had just submitted my paperwork, so it was gonna be a little bit more than a day, but it should have only been like two, three weeks, right? Uh huh. Um, so I'm like, let's celebrate my divorce. Like, fuck yeah. Like, people always like the way that people had been treating it is like, I shouldn't talk about it. Like, it's like people, the way that when I would tell people that I was getting divorced, they treat it like it was a bad thing. But for me, getting divorced is the biggest accomplishment. It was the, it was the first time in my life that I really said no. It was the first time in my life that I picked myself first, that I truly picked myself first and stopped caring about what other people said. And, and I just went for it. And for me, it was such a huge accomplishment to walk away from a toxic relationship. And I, I wanted to celebrate it. I was proud of myself. I was proud of myself to who I was becoming, to, to feeling like myself, to stepping into myself further. And so I threw a party and a really good friend of mine, Carla, I love you, Carla. She um, let me use her house. Oh, bless you. She has this Thank beautiful, you. gorgeous mansion in mm -hmm. the Berkeley Hills. And I got to use that house for my party. Ah! And I got to get ready there. I ended up sleeping there too, because I got too drunk. Um, but <laughs> we'll get into that. It was a really great party. I also had never had a pinata for my birthday because I'm a winter baby. I can't believe that. Yeah. Well, I'm a winter baby. And so, uh, or maybe if I, no, I don't think I ever did. Not one that I can consciously remember. Mm -hmm. um, because it usually rains. And so, I was like, I want a pinata. So I got a little mermaid pinata because I'm a mermaid. And I like made my own cheesecake because I always make my own cake because I love to bake guys. And uh -huh. I don't like store-bought cakes for the most part. And I know that I make great cakes. So I'm like, why not just make my own cake? I won't be disappointed mm -hmm. and I'll eat it. I made my cake. I bought this bad bitch outfit, yo. I was like, we are rocking in like a bad bitch. I had these <laughs> these boots that, you know what? I'm going to reveal the name. I don't give a fuck. I call them my fuck me boots. <laughs> because like, they're really like, they're, they're, they're like, they're very like, grungy and like but they're also sexy yo they're a look the they're heel a look. is really like yeah they're really high heels they're very like, they're very like like daddy dom <laughs> yeah they, they, i love the boots yeah yeah so i that's what i call them i wore those i put on these black fishnets with rhinestones i had this leotard that my ass was hanging out of mm -hmm. um and on top of it i had this sheer glittery dress actually if you look at my instagram i wore it for spooky season as the mm -hmm. halloween queen i wore that my oh, birthday yes. outfit uh -huh. yeah and so it has this beautiful slit down the center and it's super flowy and when i walk in i look like i own this town like i have never it was quite more. the look guys yeah it, it was quite the look. 
I wanted to feel iconic. So I did. I wore that. And I also wanted to have an adult pinata. So there was like Mexican candies in there, but there was also, I wanted to do more, but I just wasn't able to, didn't have the budget for it. But mm-hmm. there was condoms in the, in the, in the, um, in the pinata too, as an adult. And there was like lubes and things like that. And that shit went like that. People shamelessly fled to that without like saying that they did. Like mm-hmm. that's what was in the pinata. And I, I, I remember there was this one video that I got my brother's friend, um, who you hear him in the background when I'm beating the pinata go, is she okay? <laughs> because I was going in on that pinata, yo. Oh, um, but you have the pent up aggression. Yeah, I, I like, yeah, that's where I let it out. Um, she was, yeah. I we went talk about pinata parties now, and yeah, she she went in on that pinata. <laughs> I, when I tell you, if you're mad at someone, and um, they say violence is not the answer, but like beat up a pinata, get a pinata. When I and tell you, you get a reward, you get candy or whatever like, you want to put oh, in. Speaking it. of candy, look. Oh my god, it's a little gingerbread gummy. Yeah, I'm That's a so little cute. gingerbread gummy. And I, I, love yeah. I love it. But anywho, that was my party. Yeah, also, I ended up getting super drunk because one of my dancers was like, I will make sure your cup is refilled. I'll refill your cup for you. But he was pretty drunk too. And he didn't realize, I didn't realize that as I was drinking, he was refilling and not letting me know because he was just like, I'm going to refill Daniela's cup for her. Like he was being such a good friend, to be honest. But I didn't understand what he meant. And so I kept looking at my cup and going, huh, I haven't drank much. And then I would drink and drink and drink. And I kept looking at my cup as I would mingle around. And then I caught him at one point. And then I was like, I was like, oh, what are you doing? He was like, I told you I was going to refill your cup. And I was like, wait have you been doing it this whole time? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, <gasps> and I remember that moment. I was like, I don't know how much time I have left, but I'm about to be really drunk. How much time I have left? Like, it's Yeah, that's what my brain did because I was like, oh my God, I have no idea how much time I have left. I also had just eaten an edible. So I was like, oh my God, the crossfade is going to be ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, and it was, it was hilarious. It was so funny. I got really drunk. The one thing I will say is I got danced on the floor, which I'm like, you, no one will ever see that video, but <laughs> I was feeling myself. I have I, no, no, no. <laughs> I guess you got to personally ask her. But, um, but I also ended up, I ended up crying. All of that pent up, um, bottled up stuff. It came out at one point. I was like hugging Jennifer and Adriana, and I started mm-hmm. crying. And I literally fell into their arms. And I just had a bunch at the group dance that suddenly out of nowhere, like the mood switched, and we were like, yeah. I, yeah. There was like no words for that moment. I remember because you were teaching me bachata because uh, what are you, one of your dancers, Oliver, <laughs> was supposed to teach me and you cut in. And then it, it was like a fun thing. And then all of a sudden, like the mood like shifted. And then yeah. Adriana, I think I was probably talking about how grateful I was for you or something. Uh-huh. And um, I just started crying and it all came mm-hmm. out. And I, I told, I think in that, if I'm not mistaken, I confessed to you guys that I've been depressed mm-hmm. and that I'd been hiding it. And I cried. And then uh, shortly after that, I black out. Um, and I woke up the next morning being like, what is going on? Where am I? Um, but it was really great. I thank you, Carla, so much for hosting my party. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I gave a, a speech. At, I give speech all the times. Um, but I gave a speech at my birthday. And I was every, I remember whenever I think about my birthday party, it, I get really happy because everyone I love was there. There might have been a few people missing, but like my family was there. My friends were there. My dance family was there. I felt so loved. I felt so, so even though I ended up crying, I never felt so appreciated by a group of people. I I felt like I was enough for all Mm -hmm. of these people. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put another tally on the cry counter. (laughs) On the cry counter. (laughs) Um, 
but I did. And, um, and so I, I always, I always got to thank, um, uh, the universe, God, uh, because a lot of people had to have their birthday COVID style and it's looking like I'm going to have mine too. So nadie se safo. Nobody's, no, no one's safe from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always go, I got to throw a really huge party weeks, just like two, three weeks before we went on lockdown because this was like, I, I did it on leap day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So then we jump into March, right? And the last thing that happens before pandemic is that, uh, La Tormenta Supernova is getting ready to compete at the Bay Weekender um, mm-hmm. in Berkeley. And that was such, I'm so proud of them. Uh, we didn't win, but, but I, I am always so proud of how much effort they put in and how hard we worked and seeing that choreography come to life and then mm-hmm. watching it back. And, 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 you know, it was just such, it was so much fun because I love to compete and I got to do it with a team and they really liked it. They had fun and they were like, yeah, I would totally do this again. And it made me happy. So I can't wait till this is over and I could finally do some more with them because I have another competition routine that we've been working on. Um, But it was just such a fulfilling experience. I never forget that day. That was the last time I social danced as well. Uh, So that's why the Bay is super, super significant. It was the last time I got to compete. It was the last time I performed. It was Mm -hmm. also the last time I social danced. And I remember because I was depressed, I actually remember originally thinking I'm going to go home after I perform because I didn't feel well, but something in me, something in me was just like, stay. And I did, I stayed till the very end. And I'm so fucking glad I did. Cause I know I would have been so mad at myself for leaving on the last night that I would have social danced and I stayed yeah. and I danced and I danced until my feet hurt. I saw my friends. I saw my old dance partner, Grant. Um, mm-hmm. We talked and it was wonderful. And, and, I like was, I started working on another project, a side project with my girls mm-hmm. um, during this time um, outside of La Tormenta, um, Tanya and Michelle, I started working on a project with them, which unfortunately got derailed by pandemic, but we are going to pick it back up. Uh huh. Yeah. These were my last experiences before the pandemic happened. Um, I got to hang out with my friends. Oh, sorry. I tilted my computer. I got to hang out with all of my friends <laughs> and, um, and I, 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 I just, there was, it was filled with a lot of social interactions that I really, really am grateful for. Mm-hmm. I got to start spending my social time the way that I would like to spend my time, I'm realizing now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole world went through something, or at least in the United States, it started to affect us too. And that's the pandemic. Uh-huh. Um, and at first, yes, it sucked. It did. It did suck. Um, I remember because here in my home, um, we do have someone living here who is over the age of 60. Um, my parents approaching 60. Um, and you know, we have someone who has asthma and so we, we were trying to, and also we, I have a very intense conscious conscience. I Mm -hmm. I refer to it as a cloud. I, um, I can't go out. I don't go out. I don't really, so I think it was like a whole month that I went without leaving my house at all. And that was hard. That was hard, Mm -hmm. but but I also couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to do it. And that's why I still don't go out very often because mm-hmm. I'm just the type of person that I personally couldn't live with myself. And I literally told you, I said, don't let me, if I tell you I want to see someone, please don't let me. Because I was like, I, if something happens to someone I know or someone I love and I played any role in that, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. 
I don't think I could live with myself. I was already suicidal at this point again. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I feel like this will be the thing to push me over the edge. If something like that happens, uh, God forbid, but, but, you know, I said, but if it does, I I just know myself and, and I think it might push me over the edge. I can't do it. So it was at first I was extremely, extremely like everybody else, like didn't want to be in this situation. I'm an extrovert. I didn't have the best relationships with everyone in my home. Uh, specifically my dad growing up. So I was very, very nervous about what that was going to be like. I was like, I always, I never spent time at home because I I didn't want to be home. I wanted to be Mm -hmm. anywhere else. I was running away uh, from the problems at home. And I was really nervous about what this pandemic was going to be like. And it turned out to be the best thing that happened to me. Uh, At my home, we jokingly call it San COVID. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Uh, Because like, yes, a lot of people, we, I've personally uh, lost three people in my family already, um, mm-hmm. uh, extended relatives that my parents, they're feeling the death more than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known a handful of people to <coughs> contract it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it sucks. It sucks. So, you know, guys, please wear your masks, please. Um, it's, 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 I promise you, it's not going to be the end of the world. If you, if you don't go to those parties, mm-hmm. it's not. Um, it's not so bad here. I'm, I'm, I'm quite the extrovert and, um, I feel so grateful to this year because it has allowed me to go inward. Um, Uh yeah, COVID has been a lot. I spent a lot of time alone. I built up some new hobbies. I, I started, um, plants thanks to Bay is one thing that I do now. I have a bunch of succulents. This is, this is, um, we finally named him. Uh Uh-huh. His name is Ignacio because I want to call him Iggy. Yeah. yeah. And then I have, I have, like a, I have another succulent, which are <clears throat> nursing her back to health. Her name is Roxy or her name is Roxana, but we call her Roxy. Um, I have Yvette, which I call Evie. I have Camila, which I call Cami. I have a cactus. Those are my succulents. I have a cactus named uh, Sol. She has this beautiful pinkish flower on top. And I have this itty-bitty little succulent my mom got me last week that I call him Lil' Romeo. I love him. I love Lil' Romeo. He's so little. I'm also, I don't know if I've ever said it on here. I'm a plant person too. I got 10,000 plants in here as well. So yes, plants. You ever feel, honestly, that was probably one of the the hobbies that I got into uh, during my lonely time. And it really helped. It really helped. Like, it was like having like a pet. Oh my God. I love plants. It's been really great. I've always been a nature girl, but I've never gotten plants because I was afraid that they would die on me and they haven't because, and that's why I lean towards succulents and cactuses Uh because it's low maintenance, you know, it is. Yeah. It's good for me. But like this COVID has allowed me to spend me and my family have really bonded. We're really close now. Um, Mm -hmm. we are very close. Um, I, when I finally started going, being able to go out on walks, when my parents felt comfortable with allowing us to be able to do that, me mm-hmm. and Candy, my dog, went on many uh, long walks. We have traced all of Pinole. Um, mm-hmm. She knows her way around this town really well now. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to Point Pinole. Um, I, a few times I've had them drop me off at the local hiking places, the local ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've gone on a lot of adventures with her. We'll be out for hours. Mm-hmm. hours we'll be out like three to five hours sometimes just walking chilling laying in the grass spending time together and it has been so rewarding I was afraid to go in time inside of my mind and you know what I had every reason to because uh, as soon as I went into my mind I discovered there's a lot more in here that I realized and I realized that 
the ridiculous amount of social, ooh, I'm disassociating just a little bit. Um, there's this thing that I do because of like my anxiety where mm-hmm. I start to leave the room even though I'm here. Um, so right now I'm disassociating a little bit. The room is slightly spinning, but it's okay. I want to keep going. Um, I am here. I am present. This is my face. This is mm-hmm. my hair. This is this is an exercise that I do when I'm disassociating. Okay. The mic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The mic I, got a gentle little touch, a little caress from Daniela. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's, that's working a bit. Anywho. Okay. Um, yeah, I got to spend a lot of time with myself and, and my mind uh, held a lot of secrets. I also, leaving, unfortunately, most of my romantic life, the relationships that I had in the last 10 years have all been toxic. Mm-hmm. And I never realized that they were until I realized that something wasn't right. And I left. So mm-hmm. I left all of those. And, um, you know, you start to ask yourself, you know, they say, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Mm-hmm. I realized just today that, um, I think this year I started to think there was something wrong with me. I started to get angry at myself. Like, why didn't you see these things? How could you have not seen it? Like, do you just like toxic people? Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. And, and so I've been working on that in therapy. Um, and I always remind myself what I tell my friends, that you were just being a girlfriend. You were doing the things that girlfriends should do. You were being trustworthy. Mm-hmm. You were being loyal. You were being extremely loving. You were not asking for too much. Uh, you're asking for the bare minimum. And I always remind myself that, you know, you could, what I tell my friends, there is no way you could have known what you know now because you didn't go through it. You didn't go through it. And so that one was really hard for me because I started to heal some really, really intense wounds. Um, All of the insecurities that I um, that I built from the past relationships all came forward finally. (laughs) Bless you. Thank you. I'm so sniffly. Okay. And so, um, yeah, so that was really, really hard. That was really hard. But with that came, you know, me and my dad had a heart to heart in the spring mm-hmm. where I asked him about um, when he moved here, because he's an immigrant, um, mm-hmm. and when he moved here, what his life was like and how I asked him how we got to where we are today because um, we're middle class, but my dad is one of those, you know, built his life up kind of people, right? Uh-huh. I asked him, how, how did he do that? And we talked about that. And then he asked me, how did you get to here? Like what happened, you know? Ooh, it's gonna be emotional crack out. Um, <laughs> um, I deflect with humor, guys. Um, but he asked me, like, what happened to you? How did you get here? Like, what happened? Like, how did the divorce- what a profound question? Yeah, how did you get to the financial troubles that you're in? Like the struggles that you're in? Like, mm-hmm. what's going on? Like, what happened? And he's never asked me that before, you know. No one in my home has ever asked me, like hey, are you okay? Like, mm-hmm. hey, what's going on? You know? And I, and I don't, I used to get mad at that, but I don't anymore because I realize that people do it because they are not sure what the answer is going to be and how to deal with that. And I get that. Yeah. I do get that. Um, and so he asked me and I opened up and I told him everything. I told him everything about my relationship. I told him about everything that happened and, and, and how things took a turn and, and all of it. And, and, and he, and he had such easy solutions. He was like, this is what you're going to do. 
to get back on your feet. He facilitated what I had been so stressed about for so long. And in that moment and being able to open up with my dad, I realized I want to go back to school. And mm-hmm. I told him, I said, bah, I, you know what? I want to go back to school. I do. I've been thinking about it in the back, in the very back of my head for a while now. And I, I would like to do it. I always think I want to do it, but like, I can't afford it. And I like, I have to work. Mm-hmm. Like, how am I going to do it? Like, it's not something that I can do anymore. And he was like, stop. Like, you know, if you want to go back to school, we will take care of it. Like, I am so grateful. Mm -hmm. I'm very fortunate this year to also be in the position that I am. I am very, very well aware that I live in a position of privilege. Uh Although my business and all of that, like, I'm not really making much money right now, guys. Um, I'm at home with my family and um, I don't have to worry about food. I don't have Mm -hmm. to worry about where am I going to sleep. I don't have to worry about rent. I don't. Um, I live in my parents' home, you know, Um, we're very, you know, as much as I thought, or as much as things can be rocky sometimes, I don't have it that bad. And I am in a position where if I want to go back to school, my dad can be like, go back to school, I'll pay for it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's a privilege. It's a true privilege. And it's something that I'm so grateful for. You know, Mm -hmm. I never, never did I think I was going to go back to school. And even if I wanted to, never did I think that I'd be able to afford it or to be able to, you know, so it was really nice. And this all kind of sparked up around the time that, you know, all of this civil rights movement was really, really getting pushed forward again, too, with the Black Lives Matter stuff, with the I am Vanessa Guillen. That part was also really important to me because I, I'm a sociology major and, I, and I'm very much into like activism stuff. And I've always wanted to be more into it, but just didn't have the time because dance was the center of my life for the last few years. I didn't have time for friends. I didn't have time for any of my other hobbies. And, and, and during this pandemic, because I didn't have time for dance, or I'm sorry, because most of my dance life was gone now mm-hmm. um besides like the creative portions i i got to really lean into all the other stuff i got to realize that that i don't want my life to just be dance i love dance i love dance and i want to keep doing my team stuff and all that stuff but i don't want my life to just be dance i want my life to be so much more than that i want i want to i want to help make a difference in this world and and i because i i'm i don't believe that one person can't do things and not to say that I can do everything but mm-hmm. it takes one person and it takes everyone having that attitude to really provoke change and I want to be a part of that I want to build a world that is better for my children if I decide to have children for the coming generations I don't want people to experience the things that I've experienced I don't want people to feel some type of way about their skin I don't want, you know, if there are these things that just feel like human rights that people experience and, and I don't uh-huh. want that. So yes, so I made the decision to go back to school. Um, so that was great. So I'm looking at my notes because I'm trying to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Oh, also <laughs> in this time when I came to the realization that I want to go back to school and that the family here, we were getting like real strong bond. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when the WAF idea came forward because mm-hmm. I saw, um, an old friend of mine from high school who actually I used to dance with crystal start her business of gloss bar Ave and um, her just build it and watch it take off. But when she started it, I just remember thinking, like you said, why not? Yeah. Like we've been talking about WAF for like years on and off. 
And it finally, I finally was like, well, we have time. Why don't we just like, fuck it, let's just plan it. And so we spent like four or five months planning it, going through details. Mm-hmm. I said, if, I w- if we're going to do this, I'm going to do it right. I have the experience of knowing that we need to plan. Yeah. We need to plan ahead of time. Otherwise, it's going to be hella stressful. Hella stressful. And at times, it is stressful still. Mm. But it's still one of my favorite, favorite things. And so we spent time planning it. That summer, I realized after trying to make virtual dancing work, and I still am, Mm -hmm. uh, but after trying to make the previous life work into this life, I realized I needed a break Mm -hmm. uh, because I was, again, therapy, thinking about going back to school, doing WAF. Um, in therapy, I started to come to terms with some really bad traumatic stuff, acknowledging things that happened to me that I mm-hmm. didn't want to acknowledge because as many of you know, I've already had things happen to me and I had of to you know, accept that these other things happened to me too. To, and I was just like, I'm just tired of adding to the list. I'm just tired of like, God damn, like this sucks. Like, and so I finally accepted a lot of these things. So I had to take a break. I took a break uh, for like two months from uh-huh. teaching virtual classes um, because I was going to start school too. So I wanted to prepare for school starting. I also decided I was going to rebrand my company, my dance mm-hmm. company. I So I wanted to take some time to figure out a plan for that. I'm still working on that. That's a pro- work in progress. Um, life is ever changing. I was going to be getting ready for school. We were getting ready for WAF. I was going mm-hmm. through a lot mentally. I needed some time off. So I took some time off from like dance and teaching classes to, to do that. Um, and then I started school. Oh, um, but I also joined Mia Sensia. That was one of the things that I started at that time. Yes. Uh, which Mia Sensia is a dance company run by Roxy Vega, who is one of my idols. Um, mm-hmm. And based in Tijuana, she decided to do an online team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I joined that and I got to be in the advanced team, which is going to be the, um, what she call it? It's going to be the competition team. It's the, um, uh, I forgot the specific name she used for it. Semi-pro, it's the semi-pro competition team. Mm-hmm. So I got in on that, which was really rewarding and fun. Um, the only thing is when I took this break, I, 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 you see, I do this thing, right? I do this thing <laughs> where I spread myself super thin without realizing it. Um, part of ADHD is time management is, is uh-huh. one of those things. Um, every time I'm like having an issue, my therapist will always be like, so just so you know, it's, you know, like she always validates me so much. I'm sorry. They always validate me so much. Um, anywho, I didn't realize I was spreading myself so thin. So mm-hmm. August starts, I start school. I'm really excited. Um, what else starts? I, um, all WAF is going to start very shortly. Yes. I had started me Essencia. Um, I jump back into teaching classes um, I'm trying to vlog that, that fell through because I just had too much on my plate. There's uh-huh. all things that are happening and I didn't realize they're all starting at the same time. Uh-huh. And so the first two weeks of school, they're chill. They're great. I'm like, woohoo, this is great. Week three comes. Oh no. Oh, I'm starting to get stressed. And I'm like, you know what? Like, as I hold myself to a level of perfection, so, and I have to work a lot harder than most people in school to really retain information. So what might take someone like an hour to do might take me two or three hours to do sometimes because Mm -hmm. I just, the amount of focus it requires and the way I have to structure my schedule to be able to focus, it's difficult. So it was a learning curve. I was finally starting to feel the full effects of my ADHD 
about now that I'm back in school. I wasn't getting any help at first because I was like, well, I've done this before, but then I realized how much I really needed the help. Unfortunately, I had a lapse with my mental health and I had a really bad mental um, breakdown and I became suicidal again. Mm-hmm. Um, I still am, unfortunately. Um, and so I ended up needing and having to take a week off from mm-hmm. school. Um, my therapist wrote a note and everything. And um, I didn't take it off dance. I should have. But I was like, no, I love dance. Dance is like, and, and it was good for me, but I, I didn't do shit besides dance mm-hmm. that week. And it was necessary, but I beat myself up afterwards because just like I said, what takes people an hour will take me three hours. It took me a really long time to catch up mm-hmm. because I didn't do any work during that time. I did get extensions from my teachers, but it wasn't enough. And so I'd been running to catch up and I finally accepted that I need more help than I'm receiving. And I enrolled in my school's um, disabilities program. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I saw my diagnosis because we don't in therapy, the way that we work for my mental health is we don't like, um, we don't make me a diagnosis. Yeah. I am not my diagnosis. So we just talk about the issues and and work through. It's a lot of talk therapy. It's what works for me. And Uh so this is the first time I saw my diagnosis on paper and my diagnosis was ADHD, which I already knew, Uh and PTSD. And I was like, what? I was like, I have, I mean, I knew I was depressed. And you have anxiety, but I didn't realize, I, I didn't realize that it was so intense that it's PTSD. For those of you who don't know what PTSD stands for, it's uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. It's what you hear people who come back from war have. Yeah. They have it to a different degree. There's this thing that is trying to get put into the DSM, which is the book that essentially is like a bunch of diagnoses for mm-hmm. mental health disorders and stuff, uh, complex PTSD. So they're a little bit more complex, but, but yes, this is what, you know, I, I have PTSD. Um, and so it was really hard to read. It took a really long time for it to sit with me, but I was just like, you know, sometimes I always, I always think about the way that like, you know, cause I'd been, oh, my mental health's not doing great and then I'll be doing okay. And so it was this, this school year has been a struggle of, I have a mental breakdown and then I feel fine. And then I have another one. So it's like every other week has been like that. And it's been very difficult. And I remember thinking, man, I wish I could just bounce back longer. Like I wish I could just bounce back longer for once. Right. And I was just getting really triggered because I had made the decision to heal during the summer. I made the decision to start healing, to work on myself. I'd spoken to someone very near and dear to me, um, who I love very much, who told me, Daniela, what if you don't get your justice for my mm-hmm. sexual assaults? And they were the person unintentionally to spark my, I need to heal. Justice might not be the way that I'm going to heal. So I need to heal further. And so I went inwards and I, and I really worked on a lot of, I've been, and I still am working on a lot of things, working on all of those wounds. And it's, it's been really difficult. Um, and, and I could go into that so much more, but I'm not going to, um, mm-hmm. I'm not ready to, but um, yeah, so it's been really hard and, and, you know, um, Mentally, things have been extremely rough and it's made it hard to stay focused in school because Mm -hmm. when I have an anxiety or a panic attack or I start to feel suicidal tendencies coming forward, I, it derails me for days, Mm -hmm. derails me for days, 
sometimes I have to uh, step away from friends and everything. And I, I hate it. I really do. Um, and it's very difficult. It's really, really hard, but I am very determined to Mm -hmm. keep at it. I'm very determined to work through these wounds and to heal them and to let them go and to let them go and to stop allowing them to, I know they're always going to kind of affect me, but to stop letting them dictate my life. Mm-hmm. Stop letting them cause so much fear in me because that's what they do. They cause fear in me and they stop me from being able to say something as simple as no. Mm-hmm. Um, like Bay literally held my hand the other day um, um, virtually mm-hmm. as I said no to someone and I cried and it wasn't that big of a deal, but it's really hard for me. Um, mm-hmm. and I realized why it was hard for me which is what made it so hard. (laughs) That was was really, really hard. Um, But, you know, within that difficult moment, I got some great news. So I talked about how I threw a single ladies party, right? Well, this happened right before COVID. And it's like a three to four week process once the final paperwork is submitted, which got submitted before my party. Uh COVID hit and the courts closed. And then when they reopened, they moved super, super slow. And this three to four week process turned to be like eight months, six, Mm -hmm. eight months. And in October, I finally is officially legally divorced. And in November, I got my name back. So I am really happy. I am officially, legally, fully divorced. Not my divorce is being processed. Thank you. And my name is back. I I, I am uh, Daniela Ramirez. Mm-hmm. I am very happy about that. That is my grandfather's last name, my mother's last name. Um, it's, it's, it's really, really great. And so yeah, that's what's going on with that. I'm really happy about it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's one of the blessings. So although my mental health has made things difficult, I've had a lot of really beautiful things happen this year. Yes. So you would think, Daniela, I thought you said this was the best year. Yes, it was. And 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 this mental health stuff is hard, but it's not hard. I was gonna say because shitty things happened to me, and that's not true. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> some unfortunately there were some shitty things that happened this year, but but. But, but the, the, I'm willing to go through this healing process is what's yes. difficult. Healing is so hard. I can understand yes. why people are so like, oh, I don't know, like I, I'm not ready for therapy because healing mm-hmm. is difficult. It requires going inwards and, 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 and really just accepting, acknowledging and trying to move past. And, and then now that I've gone inwards, I see it everywhere. I am very, very, very aware of any time I'm projecting. I'm very, mm-hmm. very aware of any time it's something that I need to heal through now. Um, and it's wild to me, but, but there's been so many beautiful things. There's been yeah. so many beautiful things. I, 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 got this relationship with my dad that I've never had before and that uh-huh. I, I used to spend every single birthday um every single dandelion I used to pray a lot to have a relationship with my dad it was something I really mm-hmm. wanted I used to see kids and girls growing up and they were daddy's girls and I wasn't and I'm a mama's girl but I always wanted a relationship with my dad too because mm-hmm. um I love my dad as much as like 
we don't get along sometimes and it's because we have the exact same temperament. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're like the same person. And, and in this time I've realized we're very, very similar. We're v- and I used to think that he wouldn't listen, but that's not true. Um, or maybe he didn't before. I don't know because mm-hmm. now maybe it's my experience in life that has opened him up more, but we have like really great conversations about politics, about society, about family. Mm -hmm. We have some of my favorite conversations, to be honest. Um, That's beautiful. And and we're open to each other's perspective. And we're actually very aligned in a lot of things. And I never realized that. Uh Um, And that's been one of the rewards. Going back to school, I... Being in this semester has been difficult because I started to worry, maybe I'm not meant for this. Maybe I was right. Maybe this isn't for me. No, it totally is. I love sociology. I have like the highest A possible (laughs) in sociology. I'm doing really, 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 really well. My other classes are doing well as well, but my sociology class, which is what I really care about because that's my major, right? Like if Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing well in sociology, then I'd be like, oh, maybe you should rethink your major. Well, no, I'm doing really well. I really, really love the topic. I'm really excited. Um, I'm going to be graduating in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I'll be transferring. And that's just for my AAT. Um, uh-huh. And then I'll be transferring. So this upcoming year, I'm looking at what schools I want to go to. And I've decided to not limit myself to the Bay Area. I've decided yes. that the future is unknown. Um, and that's really exciting. I, I'm rebranding La Tormenta. I did WAF. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing WAF. This is yes. happening right now. Just like you, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I have a podcast. Now I can yeah. tell people, I have a podcast. <laughs> like, oh, listen to my podcast. Oh yeah, I actually talked about that on my podcast. Like, hey, yep. you should, you know. Now like, anytime anyone tells me, you talk a lot. I'm like, yeah, thanks. Here's my podcast. You should. <laughs> <laughs> also, yes. uh, all kids that talk a lot a have podcasts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. And um, I joined me Essencia. And with that, I'm I'm competing again. I I, um, I was going to be competing this month, but I realized that I spread myself too thin. And mm-hmm. so we moved it to a different competition that I'm going to be doing in March. So I'm really excited Yay. about that. I already have more than half of the routine down. Um, I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited to be working on stuff. And I also, one of the things that I got to do this year is I fell in love. I Aww. fell in love, guys. I I fell in love I'll with me here. Yeah, with myself. <laughs> no, 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 for real though. Um, I did. I did. I fell in love. As as sad as I get, I I really realized I love myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I you should. Everyone should love themselves. I'm like I'm an incredible person. <laughs> you are. You are. I, I I love how organized and control freaky I am sometimes. I love how I'm a natural born leader. I I go to places like Home Depot and I'm so happy because I feel <laughs> fulfilled for little Daniela who loves to defy gender norms and I get really excited. I I love that I I I like to get a little rough and dirty sometimes. I go on the roof, I put up the lights. I I I love that that I also love to cook and I cook with a lot of love. That mm-hmm. I like to decorate. I love that I'm a good friend. I'm lo- I love that I'm extremely empathetic and that I can't help but care for people when people tell me their stuff I'm always like don't cry don't cry don't cry don't cry this is not about you but I I I, I just I'm moved by people's stories I I love how fucking silly I am I am the biggest yes. ball ever I really really am I although I am a great dancer I'm also the worst dancer in the world 
<laughs> I, I love how I break into song all the time. I love my how I've rekindled my love for reading in this last month. Mm-hmm. And I cannot put my books down. I, I She's a shopaholic for clothes. I'm a book hoarder. I go to the stores and I go straight to the book section. I'm like, which one do I want to buy? Or am I going to take a picture of it and buy later? And like, mm-hmm. I, I just love books. I'm like, is there any book near me? No, I think it's in the other side. Oh no, the books are holding up the camera. <laughs> <laughs> mood. If that isn't a mood, the books are holding up the camera. The books are holding up the camera. Um, I love, I, I love that I love to watch movies. I, I love myself. I love that yeah. I'm a hopeless romantic. I love mm-hmm. that when I love someone, I love someone with everything that I am. I, 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 I used to think that I need to change some of the things about myself in a relationship because they're getting me into trouble. Like, but no, I love that I'm a trustworthy, someone who's very trusting. I love that I'm mm-hmm. very loyal. I also love that I like to be independent. I love that I, I am a person that will make you playlists and playlists of songs mm-hmm. about how you make me feel. Um, I love that I can be patient. Um, I, I'm letting teenage Daniela come forward a little more these days and just, and just lean into who I really am and, and lean into all of that. And, and that has been such a rewarding experience. And I love to see who I'm going to become and who I'm going to continue to be as I work through all this healing. So I realized I'm, I'm also at a crossroads in my life. And that's Mm -hmm. the note that I'm going to end on. I'm at a crossroads in my life. I'm after this podcast goes out, you will not hear from me on social media for the most part, I think for about two weeks, I'm, I'm going to yeah. take a break. I'm taking a break, a much needed break. And I said, I wasn't really going to tell anybody, but I was like, you know, whatever, I'm going to talk about it because it's important. Um, I need to, I need to step away because I've been always so go, go, go. And all of these mental breakdowns have made me realize that I can't keep living the life I used to live. Mm-hmm. Um, I've realized that the life I used to live where dance was the center of my life and I did nothing else, um, made me very miserable. Not that dance made me miserable. I love dance. The lifestyle. To, the lifestyle. Mm-hmm made me very miserable. It made me very miserable because sometimes I would go out and I, it's not that I, I like, I felt good sometimes, but I just, I also felt very miserable mm-hmm. and I don't want to feel that way. It reminded me of, I remember when I left high school, I was like, I graduated from here and I graduated from everyone and everything mm-hmm. because I, although I was like, as Jennifer says, I guess I was popular. Um, I always felt really misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I always felt very alone even though I'm an extrovert, right? You'd think, but Daniela, you know a lot of people. Yeah, but like, do I? And like, mm-hmm. do any of them even want to know me? That's how I feel often. And and do I even care? And I don't know. And so I need some time off to figure out where my life is going. And yeah. I have a little bit of an idea of what I want to do. I don't want to stop dancing. I've really been enjoying the few times off that I've taken where my creative juices just flow. I love seeing what I create. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to still keep doing that. And I also want to be able to work in my field of sociology mm-hmm. because I love it. I want to be able to go on hikes with candy. I want to cook more. I want to have time to read, to meditate, to do these podcasts and all of these projects. And so later I'm having a therapy session where we, I made a list of all of the things that I do or would like to do. And we're going to start saying no to some of them. Yay. So, Practice a, makes proficient. Yes. So Practicing I'm really excited. 
I'm really excited for this new year, not because the world is going to change, but because I'm making changes in my life, continuing mm-hmm. to, because I think life is ever changing. I'm going to turn 27. And it's funny because in my brain, for whatever reason, I've always thought of 27 as like this special age. Like for whatever mm-hmm. reason, my brain just goes 27's that year. I don't know why. I don't know why. And as thinking that COVID is going to be a part of that year, I just go, oh man, maybe it's not. But I'm realizing, I think that it still is. And I think that it's, yeah. it's similar Look to- Look how much the pandy has given us so far. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really grateful. Although there is a lot of sadness within this, I always mm-hmm. like to look at the cup as half full. <laughs> is it half is. full? It is. It is uh, kind of mine full. is completely empty. Um, but yeah, that's honestly what you said is you're right. It's, you know, sometimes we think about, um, I wanted to make a note about this. We think about healing or people talk about healing when they have already healed, you know, at, as the end goal. And the thing is, no one really talks about the middle process. And to be healing in the first, in the first place is an accomplishment already. Like to be, to make that decision to want to heal is already, you have already won. You have already crossed the finish line because it is such a hard decision to make. And, you know, as people talk about it, like, yeah, I healed from this. This was years ago. You know, it's easy to talk about it then, but when you're in the belly of the beast, it's a, it's an, it's an accomplishment then too. It really is because it's not fun to be in the belly of the beast, but you know what you're in there, you're in there trying to find your way out. And I think that's an accomplishment. Well, right. You know, everyone else might just be sitting in the belly of the beast. And so um, I, you know, I totally agree with everything you said. Um, This year has been full of like sad and good. And like, you know, it's about finding the good and the bad. And um, people really don't realize that. So yeah, the pandemic is sad. There has been a lot of things. And, but the thing is in life, often the sad things happen and they teach you something, you know, grief, even death teaches you something. I learned that um, last year. I learned that death teaches you something. And uh, you know, it's, if death itself teaches you something and all the other moments in life that are hard and sad, they teach us things too, or they make us appreciate something. And it's about taking the good with the bad, you know, because, you know, just like we exist with the good and the bad. So yeah, I think that that was really beautifully and well said of being at a crossroads and everything. And yeah, you don't have to finish the year off knowing what the next year is going to hold. I don't know what the next year is going to hold. Um, so you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm here along for a ride. That's like what my life has always been is I'm along for the ride. You got to roll with the punches. Um, and that's, that's what I'm looking forward and, you know, forward to next year. I have things that I'd like to do. I have my projections for next year, but I rolling with the punches. Yes. I can't even agree more that if COVID has taught us anything, it's to roll with the punches. Mm -hmm. This too shall pass. Um, and to live in the moment, this is the first year in my life that I'm present. I always have lived in the future. My mom has said it time after time. Daniela, when you were growing up, you wanted to be 15 so bad. When you were 15, you wanted to be 16. When you were 16, you want to be 18. When you were 18, you wanted to be 21. And when I got to 21, I had too much trauma. <laughs> um, and, and that's kind of when the, the, everything started mentally going downward for me. But this is the first time in my life that I'm actually here. I'm present. Yes. I like today. I still future trip left and right all of the time because it's a habit. It's a hard one to break. I can't help but think about the future obsessively. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm working on that. And being present has been such a rewarding experience. It's great. Honestly, yes. I have loved, despite all, like we talked about the sad things and all the bad moments this year, I have loved being present for it. And that's Mm -hmm. something that I've always really liked is being present. Um, 
Yeah. And so I think that is, I see you chugging that chai down. Is it empty now? Almost, almost. Hold on. Could you give me a chug chug? Oh, I don't know how to do that. I'm not into drinking culture. <laughs> you know, you just go chug, 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 chug. All right, guys, in the, in the, join in. Chug, 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 chug. <laughs> but don't if it's going to make you sick. <laughs> no, that's me. Chug, chug, but don't, don't if, you're, if it's getting hard to breathe. Chug, uh, girl, chug. I have a bunch of brothers. I, I Chugging kind of competitions, not necessarily alcohol because two of my brothers are straight edge. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I get the whole straight I've edge never, thing. I've never done it. I've never chugged anything. Well, one of my brothers who is straight edge also taught me how to chug because the man is a vacuum. I love him dearly. Shout out to my big brother, Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah, the man can chug like ain't nobody's business. But yes, wow. I chugged. I'm great. It's, it's over. <laughs> All right. So then that means that the chais and hot chocolate, because that's what was in here, uh, <laughs> are done. <laughs> and so is this cheese, man. Thank you guys for joining us in for this year in review. Um, I hope that you enjoyed it. And I hope that you leave down below some comments of what were the highlights of your year. Mm-hmm. You know what? We, like when we talk, we don't shame talkative people here. Write a paragraph. Write a paragraph. We're gonna Hell yeah. If you want to write a paragraph, we're going to read them. So yeah, thank you guys for joining in and tuning in with us. And make sure that you like, share, and subscribe if you are listening to us and there's a way to leave a review. Leave us five stars, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like us. Like us. We appreciate you. Follow us on our social media platforms. You'll find that all linked below. Um, And WAF will also be taking a two-week break during this time because we want to, one, I'm taking one and I'm Mm -hmm. about to make her work by herself. But two, regardless (laughs) if I was or wasn't, we want to spend some time with our family. So we will see you guys in the new year in, in the, the future, future. <laughs> it's okay we're from the future yes it's okay we're from the future well right now we're from the past but we're we from the past guys in the, see us in the future um ciao all right salut bye, bye.